1: This is Everything Elite, the world's best podcast devoted exclusively to all Elite Wrestling and the Elite Extended Universe. i may be. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Mike Spears. What's up, Mike?
0: Hey, y'all. It's your old pal, Iron Mike Spears. I'm doing all right. You know, it's been a week for me. This was, by my count, the 14th wrestling show I've seen since last Thursday, and I feel a little brain dead. But I, I, I'm here. I'm here to bring it, and I'm. I was invi- I was invigorated by some parts of tonight's All Elite Dynamite, so I'm stoked to be here with y'all. How are you doing, A B? I'm
1: doing all right. This was the uh, first wrestling show I've watched since last Thursday. That's not true. I watched a little bit of the. I haven't finished yet, but I started the Cinderella tournament. So, uh, but this was the other wrestling I've watched. So I'm. I'm still uh, vigorated, for sure. Uh, we're also joined by Nate, aka Epitasis. What's up, Nate?
3: Yeah, I don't appreciate that. It was going to be my line, and then it wasn't even true for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You, you stole my line but made it a lie, whereas, of course, it would have been true for me. Uh, I don't really watch any other wrestling. Uh, I think I just acquired too many video games, and now I feel like I'll be digging my way out of that hole for the next 15 to 20 years. Um, so that's what's going on with me. Uh, yeah. A, a, was it invigorating? Um, it was not devigorating it was mm. it was it was it was i was vigored i had vigor uh
1: i've i shouldn't say this because we're doing a podcast but i i think i've given up podcasts i think i'm out on podcasts R- listening or or doing <laughs> no listening I, i'm still uh, gonna yeah, continue it, to do all the podcasts i i was gonna be really concerned for one
0: second <laughs> i was gonna be what really about, concerned you
3: just hung up the car right there that
0: like, <laughs> oh, wow. the, the, that would have no, actually no. been sick
3: Went uh, went Bud Dwyer on the podcast here.
1: No, I love talking to my friends uh, about wrestling uh, and other things. But I simply, as I think I've mentioned, I've been listening to this uh, Rolling Stone top 500 albums list, and that's just all I have time for now. I just, I just don't listen to podcasts anymore, except the everything in the Patreon, of course.
3: Very convincing.
1: Um, <laughs> no, the... I do. I do. The, I mean, I'll be honest. The ones that sound good that I wasn't on, I listen to
3: there's a real tension between music and podcasts and where you're going to listen to That's at any time. I find it's much easier to start a podcast to begin listening to one. There's much, there's less choice involved for me. I can just go, Oh, here's one of the five podcasts that I can stomach. And you know, it's 9am or whatever. I'm going to hit play on that. And I'm set. Whereas listening to music requires more decision-making. Um, but I, 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 I think I think I like music more. I listening to music makes me happier than listening to podcasts does do. It's kind of music is vegetables and podcasts
1: are dessert. Wait, I, but I thought you I thought you said music makes you happier.
3: It, well, it's in the long run, but it it just it has a it has a higher barrier of of listening.
1: That's the good thing about this list. I just I just go to the next one. I'm like, okay, I'm listening to this album next. Mm. <laughs> it it's something that for me, I think that for a lot
0: of how I consume audio content, I basically it's either background noise or something to drone out my just neurotic brain in a lot of ways. So it. I think, like, I actually, like, sat down today and listened to Yukika's new EP, and that was, like, my first deliberate, like, music listening I've had in months, whereas, like, I'll put on, like, one of those, like, binaural beats thing, like, when I'm trying to, like, go to sleep, or, like, I I feel like that the chilled Calification of, like, YouTube with, like, your lo-fi beats that you could study and chill to really has affected me in a lot of ways that... I feel like that maybe has gone throughout that people just want background music in a lot of ways.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I kind of do a thing where it's like, Oh, here's what I should be listening to. Or I want to find something that's, that's an interesting listen for music. I, I don't know. I I, I don't like listening to just like comfortable, easy things. I don't know. I think this is going back to like college when people would like listen to the same fucking nineties shit that they listened to you know, throughout middle and high school or whatever. And I would just get so annoyed with them. Just like, stop. <laughs> so now I'm like, I always have to be listening to new music. I've internalized that. Uh, so that's why I podcast usually. I just go, oh, yeah, I can listen to that. doesn't matter. Very comfortable.
1: All right. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Thank you. I listened to, today, I listened to Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska. I listened to George Michael Faith, and i listened to uh the pretenders the pretenders
3: now are there any of these where you've really had like a reaction to it where you're like this does not deserve to be on this top 500 albums list
1: uh i fucking hate radiohead i'm just gonna say it oh wow i think they're awful and kid a was one of the worst pieces of shit i've ever listened (laughs) to in my life Huh, bold okay. but i respect that i respect that <laughs> people are gonna hate that but i, I think i think i, I thought better
3: it. of you than that i think
1: <laughs> i hate that's... radiohead it's just like this is a mike Spearsism, but it's the most like uh smell your own farts music of all time
3: yeah I... Uh, I would kind of expect that take maybe this is unfair to aaron Taub. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's
1: not
0: Ska, so, I mean... <laughs> there, was,
3: there was some, I really, I I, uh, I buried Tab one time in the DM because he was talking about, <laughs> like, Zelda games, and I was like, hmm, I don't know if you like Breath of the Wild there, and it's a little too uh, 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 melancholic and reflective for you, and you <laughs> you tend to be kind of an instant gratification guy. <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I'm putting your, your Radiohead take here.
1: Yeah, I hate Radiohead. I, okay, so it was really... Okay, so as I'm listening to this list, I've really never tried... Has the like, one you've
3: listened to been Kid A? Is that the one that's been on the list so far?
1: No, there was another one, too. Um, hold on, let me pull up my spreadsheet I'm keeping of, uh, of the lists. <laughs> of all the albums on the list. The, the, so I this
0: is... Uh, the, 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 we have really like lost the plot here at this
1: point, haven't we? That's okay. It's what's, fine. Fuck, what's the other Radiohead album that I listened to? Okay, There's Computer.
3: Actually, Okay, computer's got to be higher, so
1: we can't yeah. be today. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh wait, no, maybe Kid A. I liked and okay computer. I didn't like. Can't remember now. Well, because- that's
3: you have those backwards. If that's the case,
1: <laughs> whichever one was on the list first, I I thought was like okay, this is like nice uh, background music. Karma, okay.
3: Karma Police is on Okay Computer. That was a, that was a hit single.
0: Hail to the Thief, The Bends, King of Limbs, King of Limbs might have been too late. King of Limbs, I did not like. Would not make the list for me. Yeah. Pablo honey. Pablo honey, Pablo Honey would have been Pablo Honey
3: also did not like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but that's, I mean, that's
3: before they got. See, that's the thing. If you listen to Pablo Honey, that's before they got all smell your farts, and it's much worse. When they started smelling their farts, they got a lot
1: better. <laughs> okay, okay. kid. Kid A was the first one, and that I yeah. thought was listenable. I enjoyed it. Okay. I was like, okay, this is like good background music. Okay, Computer was the one that was a uh, huge piece of shit that I okay. hated. Okay, Absolutely Computer despised.
3: Definite masterpiece. Um oh, I hated it. it it's it's Aww. less, it's it's not kid A is much more pretentious. So I don't understand that.
1: I don't know. I thought it was okay. Um, okay
3: computer has radio singles on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just what can I tell you? I just hated it. But my point is I was I've tried well, to yeah,
3: you can't you can't explain why. So I guess that's what you can tell me.
1: No, that's music. I mean, but I've tried to on this list like put aside my the things I go into it with, and just like, all right, just let me like listen to this. But I've always hated Radiohead without ever having listened to them, not once in my life, except when you know one of my idiot friends is like, "Oh, you'll fucking love this Radiohead song. You got to listen to it." And I'm like, "No, this sucks." Yeah, that's, actually,
3: that's nice. They have they had nice opinions of you, and then and then you squandered them and spit yeah, just, in their faces.
1: Yeah. So I, I, it was very rewarding to me to listen to them and not like them. That really felt good. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Uh, but you know, I, I don't think anything else has just been like outright. Hmm. I mean, some stuff I felt like didn't belong. Like, okay, uh, the Missy Elliott album that's on this list. I'm which like, is it? Uh, I mean, now I'm having to look for it here. Super duper fly. Okay, which, which is '93, and I'm like, okay, there's some good songs on this, but there's no way this is one of the best hundred albums of all time. This is insane, absolutely insane
3: hmm
1: you know but uh,
3: that's you know, kind of a that's stuff a, i don't that, like that seems like another that seems like a of its time it was probably it probably hit much harder okay and this
1: then... is a a big thing i've had with a big argument i've had with people about this list which is i'll say for example i don't like the beastie boys i've never liked the beastie boys and paul's boutique comes up and i the main place i've discussed this is in the vow slack there's a bunch of music people in there. And I was like, I think this album is just not good. It's just a bad album. The production is very good, but I think the Beastie Boys as rappers are just like miserable. So anyway, uh the response whenever I bash something is like, well, it was very influential. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck about that. The question is, when I listen to it in 2021, do I enjoy listening to it or not? And I didn't yeah. enjoy listening to it. That's it.
3: Right. And that's that's not the approach that people are that made the list are taking to it. No, of I course think. not. Yeah, because it's not even a matter of influence necessarily it's just that they're remembering how important the album was when it came out and that's what they're bringing to their ongoing memories of it i think and that's true of a lot of things
1: the youtube chat is
3: popping so i think we haven't lost the plot actually i think uh this is the new plot (laughs) If, if this is the plot you enjoy you may you may want to check out the patreon
1: absolutely great uh, great plug there for the Patreon. We're going to have a music episode on the Patreon next week. I'll talk about it later. Uh, if you want to hear more about that, make sure you're following us on Twitter at everything AEW. I'm at Aaron like the car. So now, Sound- kind of Danny Pinnitus. says,
3: "What about Soundgarden? <laughs> Sound Soundgarden is not in the same league as Radiohead to me. Those are two different Soundgarden. Sound Sound Soundgarden is, Garden is, is in,
1: Soundgarden is much better. Than
3: Soundgarden is in the genre of." oh my god it's it's we're in college now stop listening to the shit you listen to in middle school that's what soundgarden is to me that's they're in there with fucking tonic, <laughs>
1: tonic. okay first of all hey, tonic rules hey second of all that's unfair to soundgarden <laughs> no that's
3: fair that's where soundgarden lies they're like <laughs> the slightly more respectable uh cousin of fucking beck what's uh, his mo- what's his band is that not beck Gavin Rossdale. Bush. Bush? Bush? Yeah, Bush. (laughs) Back is better than all those acts.
0: If anyone's wondering why I don't really have any big takes on this, one of my favorite albums of all time is Death is My Communion by High on Fire. Like, this lists in what I'm... And then also... Do you
3: know what that is, Aaron?
0: I've, like, vaguely
1: heard of that, but... It doesn't mean anything to me?
0: Yeah. Like, my music tastes either go from just, like, bizarre techno or ambient to uh, sludge metal or southern hip hop, like it have, have has Outkast been on this list at all, or anything from Dudgeon Family?
1: Uh yes, Aquemini and Stinkonia have been on the list already.
0: All right, uh, the top hundred as they should be. Oh yeah, Aquemini
1: is up there high. I, um,
0: I mean, the South has something to say.
1: So I'm, on, I mean. I'm only on one fifty three. So everything I've talked about so far has at least in the top <laughs> one fifty. Fair, fair.
3: It's gonna. It's as you get. I think to the the real good shit is probably going to be right around 100 and then as you get real close to number 1 it's going to be like okay yeah sergeant peppers was really influential oh no i
1: started with number it, 1 Nate.
3: it's like oh you went backwards
1: my uh, my you see, Nathan that's that's
0: the most tilting thing about this. That is the most telling thing is that you started at one and and are counting up versus it's counting down.
1: A list starts with one, man. That's not my that's not my problem. That's
0: not how countdown lists work. You see, I was not aware to anything about just this, this until you're to be fuck up.
1: okay. <laughs> Did so be when you said it came off.
3: first on list, you meant okay, computer was higher than Kid A.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, uh, yeah, por- but no, I cur- I corrected myself. Kid A was first. The. Kid a, was, okay. kid a was kid a was number 20 <laughs> the, the, the okay computer says, was 42.
0: The, i did not know that you were going from 1 to 500 not 500 at a 1. The, the, y- no. y- 1 are, to 500 baby yeah
1: you are completely out to lunch on this let's move on <laughs> okay anyone who knows me knows that i start things and quit on them so i thought i should at least the point of this was the only like outside of the eighties music I've ever listened to is classic country. So I was trying to expand my musical literacy and like the classics. So I was like, well, if I start from the beginning and I quit at some point, I will have gotten the the most okay. classics.
3: Well, I'll, I'll let us move on, but I'll give you one more recommendation. If you want to enjoy, and I know you don't want to, because you want to be proven, you want to prove your past self, right. But if you want to enjoy, okay, computer, go back to when you were 15 and listen to it. Then while you're playing star ocean two, and then you're all set
1: uh when i was 15 i only liked um actually i don't know that's a that's somewhere in my transition from um icp to new metal to uh hardcore so it's hard to say where i was at that time but i don't know just never was into radiohead um so yeah our twitter accounts i think i was saying i'm at Aaron like the card. nate's at Epitasis. mike's at fuji hey uh, subscribe to the podcast uh Give us a five-star rating and review if you use the Apple Podcast app. And make sure you check out the Patreon. The best way to support the show is at patreon.com slash everything elite. We will kick off the show, I guess, uh, 20 minutes in with elite or delete. Uh, Nate, get us started, bud. What was your favorite thing from tonight's show? Uh, Favorite thing, tonight's show, easy pick, Young Bucks, Pack, Phoenix,
3: opening match. Tag titles, right? Yes. Tag title defense. Um, just a really, really good pro wrestling match. Great heel finish. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> could this, you can make an attempt to like discuss the things that occurred in this match, but uh, it's it just futile because you know you can't write down the sort of spots that happen in this match as fast as the people in the match actually do them. Um, got the Bucks out there in their new heel gear do want to discuss the gear some, because they made a big to-do about, you know, now we're genuinely turning heel, we're going back to the old bucks, we're getting rid of our tassels because they're too colorful and happy, or whatever. Uh, they didn't come out with any less flashy gear. Their gear was still very flashy, maybe more flashy. So, um, that was kind of a misdirect, I think. But, yeah, you know, Phoenix is the best wrestler in the world. Uh, as Excalibur said, Pack is like, you know, near the second best wrestler in the world, hot on his tail. Uh, and the young bucks, you know, you, you kind of, I kind of got into this spot last week after the fucking flat angle and the, you know, why am I so violent stuff and the melodrama and the, you know, all of this following a match that, you know, sort of, sort of hit the same notes that a lot of young bucks matches that hit, uh, consecutively. Um, and you just, you're just like, Oh, thank God these guys, Uh, are so stubborn and spiteful that they're just like, fuck you. You guys didn't like that. You guys didn't think we're the best. We're just going to go out and have, you know, a tremendous excellent tag team wrestling match and be like, eat shit. You didn't like the angle. So what? You have to keep watching us because we're this damn entertaining. Uh, And they did it. And it was awesome. Uh, I've always loved that spot where they they rip a mask off a, a, a luchador to sort of get a heel finish and and get a clean win while still protecting the guy. I think that's very smart. You can't do it very often. Uh, might be kind of a problem in this promotion that we might see them do it five more times in the next year now, but uh, yeah, it was great. Great opener. The highlight of the show um, and uh, enjoyed it even more than I expected to.
0: Yeah, this was for like all that to do about and it's kind of died down about FTR being like a southern tag team this was a southern tag team match that was that was updated to 2021 and it r- ruled like you have phoenix you know most outstanding wrestler in the world in 2021 you have pack who i think is one of the best wrestlers in the last decade not named okada or tanahashi and then you have the best tag team of the last 40 years and you put these four guys together, they're going to have an, an amazing match. And that's what we got here. And interesting note, by the way, I was talking to K. Slow while this match was happening just because I noticed something that me, being a complete sicko, would notice. I don't expect anyone else would. This was Pac's first, like, true face match since March of 2016. Like, he's been working heel for like that, and they just subtly subtly like moved him across the tunnel you know moved him to the other tunnel but this rocked and it was something that i thought was really special and you know they pulled out a heel finish in a a way that was completely deserved and you're like all right considering what else happened on this show this actually felt distinctive because it was like all right by their machinations they got the win here and it's not just because of a giant schmazz that it is something that I thought was absolutely remarkable. And I, it, it's hard for me to have a bad time in wrestling, but it's more difficult for me to have an excellent time in wrestling. Like I, I I'm operating usually just in life between a four and a six, but this was just excellent. And I thought this wasn't, I had an excellent time watching this match.
1: Got a scoop for you. Uh, our real E Patreon heads know that uh, we brought the man, the myth, T.J. Hawk out of retirement to do a, a review, a written review of the Christian Cage versus Kaz match. Um, I've got the the star rating from T.J. Hawk. For I, did. The I saw he tweeted.
3: Back. He tweeted a tease. I was like, it wasn't good. And if you pay me, I'll tell you why it
1: wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Something to yeah. that effect. Two and a half stars from our man, T.J. Hawk, which you wouldn't expect anything less from T.J.
3: Yeah, um, to, that's about a quintessential TJ Hawk rating. I don't know if Phoenix has had a match under three and a half stars in five years. Uh, no, probably
1: never. Um, okay, but as to your normal point, Nate, what, everything you just said is why this should have been the main event of the show. Uh, they should have closed the show with this. It would have been much better than than the way they closed the show. That's...
3: I don't think that's wrong. I don't think I don't think it's wrong to close with a title match either. I think I think they both are kind of fine. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess they were both title matches, huh? They were. You know, maybe maybe the theory is I, I know the Bucks like to be in this spot. They either want to be closing or opening. They don't want to be in the middle of the show, I think has been said on The Observer or something. Um I think for a, a match of this length it's probably easier to to hold people's attention and, and get the reactions you want when you do it first and they haven't seen four other matches. I think that's probably they're thinking about it is if we do a 30 minute match after people have watched six other matches, they're not going to be as as hyped for it.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, it's also, it's going to be interesting. And there wasn't a lot of it this week to track other than that. The first two things they showed were not wrestling, but it'd be interesting to see if the show changes now that this is the first week they're not head to head against NXT. So do they stretch a little and do some different things if they're not as worried about uh, keeping uh, all the viewers from, from changing the channel to NXT? So we'll see. Uh, Mike, your elite pick from this week, bud.
0: It's time that we have a new force in all elite wrestling. It is time for the motherfucking governor because Anthony Ogogo, just the way they've presented him across this week and including his his one strike match this week i just absolutely adored everything about it i think that anthony agogo is someone that unlike uh, a lot of people they bring in this is someone who has like legit like especially in the uk star power and he's someone that i think has a lot of potential in the company and if you watch the road Two, there was an excellent uh there was an excellent character piece on him that was very similar to the kind of stuff you would see in the olympics and the build-up for people in the olympics and you know he came out he punched the guy in the lever AK boss Rutin style just like popped him in the liver and he went down and it was absolutely awesome and it was exactly what you should do with someone like him and and i was kind of in a, in a lot of ways I was like i just hope he came in and just pops him in the stomach and we get out of here and that's what we got and it rocked so anthony Agogo's debut is my elite of the week
3: yeah i love establishing a guy with some squashes like this just effective simple uh and if they can do it in a really visceral and violent and cool way then it's a really easy way to get the dude over um and it's been it's been such a long time since we had like a you know a boxer with like you know oh he's got lethal deadly weapons for hands and oh he can really fuck you up and rupture a liver or spleen with those hands like been since a long time since i've seen that that it's very fun and fresh to me i do i wanted to see the guy cough up blood I think that that also would have, I mean, you know, this is like a half criticism that also would have like made the ref calling off the match, like a little less, you know, obviously plotted would have been like, Oh God, he's fucking got internal injuries. We got to stop the match now. Whereas here it was just like the ref saw the, saw the super swift vicious punch. It was like, Oh, that punch, he definitely won the match off that. And then called it immediately. Um, Or as was suggested by another Twitter power user, have the guy shit his pants that also, uh, I don't know if TNT would have liked that as much, but, it, you know, people would have remembered it for sure.
1: Absolutely. I uh, couldn't agree more, and I'm just going to bleed this into my e-lead for the week, which was just highlighting some different people. We got, like, some new people that were fresh, that felt fresh on the show. Yeah, you're doing the Jericho thing. Uh, yeah, Matt Hardy was at the end of the show, but we got cool stuff with Anthony Gogo. Thank you, Tony Khan, for bringing back Enokiism. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, we also got Chris Stat, you know, making her return, the Jade Cargill and Red Velvet match. So there was, now all those matches were very quick, but uh, they were, well, not the Jade and Red Carg- and Red Cargill, Jade and Red Velvet got some time. Uh, but we got some fresh faces here to kind of sink your teeth into instead of like the same old shit uh, week after week. So uh, that was nice for me personally.
3: Yeah. I don't disagree that is it's weird to have enjoyed that after last week, where a lot of our complaint was there's you know there's no focus, there's just too much happening with no peaks and there's too many people on the show and shit. I don't really have a thing I can identify for why this week just landed better than last week, but I think it did. Uh,
0: focused. Nope. It was more focused on like, yeah, there were all these people, but it was focused on like, okay, this is Anthony Agogo's thing. This is Red Velvet and Jay cargill This is Kat's, uh, Chris there. Yeah. So it had all the people there. But even though it was like short, it was impactful. Sorry, sorry to jump in there, Nate.
3: No, totally. Uh, you're you're right. I think that is honestly just doing squashes. Just like makes it better. You're just like, oh, I know who I should be looking at. In this match, it's the person squashing the other person. Nobody had any uh, takes on the Young Bucks Scared. we have any takes on QT Marshall's wardrobe?
0: Fantastic divorce dad energy. Like, I know it's a Tony Soprano shirt that's actually, like, marketed as a Tony Soprano shirt, but he really should just, like, lean into it. I mean, Taz kind of cleaned up. Like, you think Taz would be the person with the real divorce dad energy coming in here, but I think qt marshall should just really be like i got divorced and now i'm just building my gang of thugs i'm mad at my old best friend and just go with that
1: i hate it personally um i want him i mean breaking apart here's the thing we all know that cody sucks right (laughs) qt if he's gonna if he's gonna feud with cody he's got to actually be cool And I think he's, like, built up this, like, cool uh, group around him. He can't be a divorced dad. We just saw his hot wife two Uh, weeks ago. Yeah. He needs to be cooler. He's got hair plugs now.
3: He's had those for a little bit. It is. (laughs) There's a weird... I mean, Agogo, great. Mr. Freak Beast, great. Aaron Solo, you know, good hand in the unit there. I like those two as the focus of this unit and building those guys up. And I think QT is, like, a good... Heal to be sort of the mastermind behind him. I I don't really have a great idea for what his aesthetic or what his gimmick should be for making that happen. Uh, but I want to think about it because there is it's a weird thing where QT is kind of cooler than Cody. Uh, and I'm not really.
0: It, it's because QT actually feels like an actual human being and not like someone who just copes through wrestling. He does.
3: Yeah. Divorce. Brett Payne is pretty, pretty fucking cool for like a divorced dad. Is another thing I was thinking <laughs> while you guys were saying that? Oh, oh. Like, maybe. Maybe it's cool to be divorced. Actually.
0: Yeah. To be clear, having divorced that energy does not mean that you are divorced. And there's a lot of very cool divorced dad. It's a very specific thing that, like, you, you the, yeah, that, we'll like, we'll you embody. You over it.
1: Now, Brett's just, not just, bre- just I don't amusing. think Brett is fully divorced yet, so maybe he will get less cool suddenly, like when the papers are signed. Hmm. Have you thought about that?
3: I haven't. <laughs> now is it when was it when they come to an agreement or is it when it comes to when the the judge enters the agreement into the record? when does the when when, when the does dis- the drop off happen?
1: When the dissolution of the marriage uh, is signed and and entered into the record by the okay. by the court? Yes. Good to know. Yeah, I,
3: I got it. Tra- I mean, he's got a cool logo, I think, track suits, but maybe that's too close to what Cody was doing with his track suit. So you want to stay away from that? I do. Ogogo's got a great, like, legitimate athlete kind of look going on. Uh, and I don't really think that goes with Mr. Freak Beast's uh, weird, uh, you know, the straight jacket kind of thing happening. I just I would like I'd like to get on the same page with their look, and I'm not sure what it is yet.
1: All right. uh, Listener Elite, I'm just staying on brand here with always choosing. If you're a new patron, I will always choose uh, your Elite or delete for the show. Uh, Listener Elite, Alex Ron Johnston uh, says, Darby standing tall to end the show. I I agree with that. It was like a a nice, fresh finish for the show.
3: Yeah, I uh, was a little bit wary about that as the main event as it got started, because I'm like, oh, I don't know you know i'm sure they're going to have a good brawl here or whatever but they delivered with the giant spot at the end that was like a deserving huge moment for the end of the show so that that brought it up to elite for me
1: uh you know what else is elite betting over at mybookie.ag uh you can use the promo code elite and get a deposit bonus up to $1000 uh, we've got NBA going on. I know our friend Patrick Cosmos was doing a big parlay uh, over at my bookie tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he was getting in on the heat, you know, banking on uh, the Nuggets being bad because Jamal Murray, of course, tore his ACL, which is uh, very sad for me. But plenty of NBA bets. Baseball's heating up. Uh, I think hockey exists, so you can bet on that. I'm going to be betting. I have I mean, I already said last week, I'm betting on uh, the Formula One race this weekend. I've got Max Verstappen. Uh, plus 120 i just feel like at emola max it looks like the red bulls the fastest car i think max is gonna be on pole right and i just think it's gonna be much harder to pass on track which they didn't pass him on track last race so i guess you know that's the flaw in my plan but i just think it's gonna be harder to pass him in emola yeah and his car was running right well at
0: emola last year like the hondas run well on these tracks so I, I think that's a completely fair bet, but that's not the biggest event that is happening this weekend, guys. The biggest event is happening is the 10 cent LPL finals that where we will decide who is the top team in league of legends for the Chinese region. I'm gonna give you the two names and I want your picks going into this very hotly competing thing like we have world champions in this in this matchup. So Nate, are you ready to hear these two teams and give your I'm opinion? So ready. All right, so the people in the finals are Royal Never Give Up or Fun Plus Phoenix.
3: Okay, don't know. Don't know either of those. Um, I thought maybe there'd be a brand that also participates in other electronic sports. Uh, not
0: allowed in League of Legends. You can't really not have Not allowed spawn- in League of Legends. A Damwon Kia is the only team because it's actually technically owned by Kia. Like SKT had to be like sold mm. off. Now they're referred to as T1 because League does not like having your sponsor names there.
3: I'm gonna go with FunPlus Phoenix.
0: So you're going with the 2019 World Champion FunPlus Phoenix, Aaron? Yeah, I
3: really, I really think the meta has come back to a place where the 2019 game is going to be relevant again.
0: Interesting, interesting. Aaron, what's your take? Are you gonna go RNG or are you going go FunPlus Phoenix?
1: Uh, I got to go RNG. I just got to take the opposite side, of course, so we can have some fun here. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll throw a few bucks on it just just to really spice this thing up. I'll say RNG is a
0: plus 162 going into this matchup. Aaron, if you're up at 5 a.m. on the 18th, you can check this out here. I will be. Also, another spicy thing, we have a map handicap here. They're favoring Phoenix. By minus one and a half mapped, so they think that this that fun plus will beat them before it goes to five. Basically,
1: all right. the The other thing I want to get in on is uh, I understand on UFC there's going to be a fight about uh, whether communism is good, and I would just like to take the side of communism. Oh, we need I to talk be, about uh, this. We need to talk I will about be this. Betting Nate? on Wei Li Zhang. Yeah, I, I
3: I used to be a big Thug Rose guy, but uh, I'm I'm going hard standing for China recently. So, uh, I've just, I've got a bet against Thug Rose here. Hurts my heart to see her turn against, uh, uh, you know, the noble red, but here, here, this is where we're at with, uh, with our Reddit ass society.
1: <laughs> yes. So, uh, I'll be doing that over at my book. looks like you can get, uh, Willie Zhang at, uh, minus 190. So, you know, it's, Steep odds, but, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So head over to my bookie. Steep a mio choco. Nice. Uh, Use the promo code elite to get uh, a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.ag. All right.
3: While we're, uh, sorry, I want to, this is an open call while we're talking about MOBAs. If anybody's watched the Dota anime on Netflix to let me know how it is, because I'm not going to watch it myself. But I do want to know if it's at all decent. It looks it looks too like old school Western uh, uh, styled animation for me. But but I have some vestigial brand fondness for Dota.
1: All right, uh, you know, go off in the comments uh, or just at Nate at Epitasis. Can we get some Dota takes in the chat? <laughs> I, I mean, the
0: DPC is running right now. I mean, it is the roads because there was not an international last year in eight. So it's a oh, road I should go to an international. I, I think this year they're going to be in Stockholm, but they'll be back in Seattle. I think after the whole climate pledge arena is complete.
3: Oh, I should go to the Dota, the climate pledge arena. It'd be so fun.
1: I only go to friends arena. Okay. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Delete that inside joke. No, I'm not deleting. That's a real arena, right? Friends arena. We took it from somewhere, right? I think it's real. Anyway, uh, Nate, other than me, do not fucking say me. Uh, what would you like to delete it from this episode of Dynamite? I was not on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I'd like to delete the. You know the 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 if ultimate takeaway of this segment was, I think, not a negative. It was a positive. But uh, Christian Cage and Team Taz have this story where team Taz invited him to join and I'm mostly this is mostly a continuation of my frustration with just doing unit dissolution and whose side is he on angles up and down the card they did this whole backstage segment where Taz is like doing an interview and uses this opportunity to be like hey Ricky you know you're you're losing your mind lately you're you're not in sync with the team you stay backstage uh and then says the same thing to Brian Cage and then Taz comes out and at comes out to confront Christian Jesus. Taz comes out to confront Christian Cage about joining the unit and just immediately blows his top at him. and is like yelling at him and berating him. He's like, what the fuck, man? How come you're not giving me an answer? It's like, I thought the whole point of having these guys stay backstage is that you're not going to lose your head and you're going to be fucking cool and get him to join. But he just comes out uh, and I guess lets the the red hook part of Brooklyn take control of his mouth. And uh, it was just silly to me. And I'm not into the team Taz angle at this moment in time, Uh, but the ultimate takeaway with building up to a Christian cage and, and powerhouse Hobbs match, I think is good. I think that's exactly what I want to see Christian cage doing at this point in time is working with the young guys. It's not going to hurt Will Hobbs. If he has to lose to Christian cage at this point in time, I don't think, Uh, but it is going to be like a, a good way to give powerhouse Hobbs that next step up to, to relevancy
0: yeah this was a angle that kind of started off in a really weird place but as soon as the physicality started happening as soon as the mics went down it really turned around and i i I think that this readjustment for christian cage who again was his first angle was with the aew world champion it 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 does give him like a little bit more of a build i would say if that's going to be an ultimate route that they have with him but you you know Team Taz, when it's, like, at its best, is one of the best acts in the company. It is, you, you have three dynamic wrestlers, you have Hook, who's, I mean, that that kid is going to take over the world when he starts wrestling, and you have Taz, who is one, who has become one of the permanent managers in wrestling, but it feels like that, just, like, muddling down Team Taz over the last three weeks, really, for what reason just to kind of, like, have it, like, there's, like, no, like, true motivations here, like, I do we know why there's all this stuff between Cage and uh, and, and Ricky? Is this all dating back to how the match ended up with, the street fight ended, or? It
3: was, it was because Cage said that he respected Sting after oh, they right. lost in the street fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's that muddle that I don't remember that segment. So, it's just, like, the direction of Team Taz is, like, I'm, I'm for, like, this idea for Christian Cage because it, it, it makes sense for him, but Team Taz is kind of like they, I I don't like how they've handled them since Revolution.
3: I did like Taz bringing his world famous line by standing on his wallet to television. Did pop for that uh, because we've been tracking tracking that line in the DM because he uses it on Twitter every three weeks, approximately. Uh,
1: That did amuse me. Other money too, Nate. Other money.
3: He's got his other money. Didn't have anything to point to.
1: No. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much they like plan this out or whatever, but it like is kind of funny if Christian just out of nowhere pulled bingo money. Like that's kind of funny.
3: Well. Yes. Uh, yes,
1: <laughs> Bingo hall money.
3: For what right. is the correction. I was trying to, Taz's commentary run in WWE was that longer than his ECW run?
0: Um, uh, he was an ECW dating back to ninety four. So I mean, he has either—I'm trying to remember—he came to WWE what 2000, so he had six years. And
3: in... yeah, I was going to say 2000, 2001.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So comparable, comparable.
3: Yeah, he was on SmackDown for I guess, at least four years, right? Not, not making chump change there.
1: Uh, all right, Nate? No, not Nate. You've already gone, Mike. That's right? What's your dilly <laughs> pick, bud? The... Billy
0: Darren. Oh, no. Oh, oh. The, the wheels came off on the show right as Aaron completely. Yeah, this this like congratulations. So this, this one twenty is gonna go down in the record books in in a good way. <laughs> um, it, it's something that like I, I'll just completely just like cut to the chase here with this. Uh, the the whole Hardy versus uh, Darby main event, the last like three minutes of it were really solid, but up until that point, one of the more plodding Darby Allen matches. I can remember, and I mean, in the Discord, Aaron, you brought up the point that it's like this is like mishandling Darby in a way, not understanding who Darby is, and you have like the huge schmas where no one really looked good other than Darby doing sick, sick bumps, and the rest of, and, and luckily, I mean, like as uh, a, a, as our patron Alex Ron Johnston said, like Darby's stood tall in the, the show, and it's the tall after doing a really nice final spot in the match, but. Getting to that point was pretty rough, in my opinion, and it just and it was something that like I did not expect to like be like taken aback by like all right, we are literally throwing everyone out there for this, and Sting is going to be out there, and Sting does not look good at this moment, and did not look good tonight, and just did not come off what the way that I feel like they intended with this main event.
3: Yeah, I think that's kind of just the end result of booking another Matt Hardy you know, walk and brawl, hardcore main event match. Um, You know, they seem to just have a fondness for pushing this guy's uh, featured singles. They've been doing it since he got there. They don't seem to intend to stop. I guess we should be thankful that Darby won because he beat Sammy Guevara when he shouldn't have. So at least Darby beat him here. Um, But yeah, you know, we're not going to get Darby Allen versus J.D. Drake or Darby Allen versus Sam and Guevara, even Darby on versus Brian cage when his opponent is Matt Hardy. So they, they just, I think had to work to Matt Hardy's limitations. And yeah, we're, uh, we're just not going to be super high on that, I think. Um, But you know, yeah, really uh, honestly, I just kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. What's, what's the finish going to be when they delivered on the finish. So I was, I was happy with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you guys covered it. I I don't have any interest in it, but uh, the fact that they went back to, we haven't seen much of this like vintage darby of just like it used to be when you were in fucking joppa uh you know the first night you went to joppa and they zoomed in on the first match you'd look around the that shitty building and try to find the tallest thing and be like okay darby i will see darby allen jump off of this tonight now joppa actually is not a good uh, example because it had the famously very low ceiling with the uh Chandelier in the middle, but everybody knows what I mean. So didn't,
3: didn't did Darby do his like pillar pillar climb on something recently? Oh, he did it in the in the heart in the pre-tape match, I think, right?
1: Oh, probably. I'm okay. sure that's true. Yeah, I think so. But you know, it all goes back, like his very first appearance in Evolve was like climbing up a pole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And jumping off of it. Uh I think I think it gets Ethan Page, if I'm not mistaken. Well,
3: didn't he first appear as like a, a random uh, uh, seminar guy in like a four-way? four, four way? Is that right? Yeah.
2: In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from Arena Club, off again, that's arena club.com/slash VOW net, arena com slash VOW net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of the Wrestling Podcast Network.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. He definitely was a seminar guy.
0: He, he definitely had to drop a fall against, uh, you, you know, uh, I'm blanking on his name, Jason Kincaid. I
3: definitely remember him <laughs> like crumpled up like at the neck in like against like the security rail outside the the ring that's
1: what i mostly remember from his first appearance was like oh wow this guy took a fucking wild bump okay i I was uh of course i was right and his very first match in evolve was against star was against ethan page in Eddie eddie's ranch yep
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That was WrestleMania weekend, and he promptly found the tallest thing in Eddie Dean's ranch, and it was like some hey, various sure facade did. of Western affiliation <laughs> and did <laughs> it there. That place yeah. was so
1: cool. Somebody's running there soon. SWE with Lacey Pierre.
0: S- yes. <laughs> the preeminent <laughs> indie uh, of the South, of the North Central Texas area. Uh, yeah. SWE. That was, that was
3: 2021, you mean?
0: It got uh, like... I, no, uh violence and suffering is working mm. on a different frequency than everyone else. So okay. it, but it's neck and neck, SWE and VXS.
1: I it got a little too popular, uh, but I just love Lacey Von Eric. I just can't um uh, I can't turn it off. She's just she's very funny. I enjoy her. Uh What was I talking about? Now all I can think about is her saying Cleveland Steamer to Ricky Steamboat.
3: ROH should bring her in and have her join the allure.
1: Absolutely, they should. All right. I guess I'll just do my my delete. Is that okay with everybody? Is that where we are? I can Uh, take it or leave it. All right. Well, it was nice. You know, we talked about all the people last week. We talked about where's anything going. So this week was a little better. Uh, Definitely, like, was more fun. There were segments I enjoyed more. We saw some new people, Uh, but it still feels like too much shit happening. Like, there's still like, okay, can we like let this show breathe a little bit? Uh, But more than that, it just, other than the Christian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs thing, still feels pretty directionless. Like, I still don't really have a sense of what the big matches are going to be for the next pay per view. So that's kind of a, a bummer to me. So I, I hope that. You know, I mentioned this, that they're no longer in the, you know, the Wednesday night matchup against NXT. Hopefully that will lead them to letting things breathe more and like letting their shit shine the way they did when this show first started.
3: Yeah, that's I think still the larger issues are still there, but this was not an episode that brought them to the forefront of your mind. This just kind of entertained you and, and carried you along from one thing to the next yeah, I don't, I guess when you don't have focus and when you have an ending that falls flat, you know, it kind of makes the other things bubbling behind the scenes go, well, here's the problem with this and this and this and this, and you can, you know, just, just crystallize it them more for you. So this show avoided that.
0: And it's something where I feel like they are kind of clearing the deck in a lot of ways, because like this tag team paddle match, I mean, this has been in the paper, this has been on the books for several weeks now like this had to happen before whatever build they're going to be doing with the Young Bucks the, the Darby versus Matt Hardy thing I mean that the, the, they insisted on doing it and then I mean we have really the, the most direction we have is that eventually Britt Baker we can assume will be getting an AEW World's Women's title shot like they have been very pointed at that but it, it does seem that like when you like look at stuff of course Cody's off TV right now which makes sense but like Thunder Rosa having a promo here like it just like it was kind of like reminding people that thunder rosa is here and it, it i'm not gonna complain about the promo i thought she gave a good promo but just like it's something that feels like ancillary in a lot of ways
3: i have a complaint why did she not shout out that she's a tjpw international princess champion she shouted out her other belts she I never agree.
0: lost she never lost and bringing i mean they brought in kanosuke takashita bring in brought Yuki in
3: had like two weeks ago like very, very Bring in here. Camille. Camille.
0: We need this. I'm hearing more and more in,
3: each bring day. Bring in the new SKE48 idol <laughs> 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 managed That's by awesome. Hollywood
0: Jorino.
1: That's who we need. Uh, listener delete comes from our friend Thoros. I uh, wish we talked about a little, but Thoros agrees. Two long clusterfucks are just one too many. Uh, I, and not just that, but you had those two clusterfucks, but then you had also this kind of like longish beatdown of, of Hobbs on Cage, which was a good segment on its own but when you tie all three of those together it's just like a little samey on the on the show.
3: Yeah, recurring recurring issue of sameness. It did give me kind of WCW vibes and I was just like, you know, WCW did have a lot of big nwo versus, you know, ravens flock brawls up and down the show, so maybe I should just like this.
1: <laughs> but you know what doesn't have to be the same? Your balls, folks. Uh, if you use Manscaped use the code this is, you get 20% off you get free shipping, and you can shave your balls uh, with the new lawnmower 3.0. I'd like to make an edit. Can we say your danglies? Because that's that's the new <laughs>
3: that's the new Luke Gallo
1: sketchrays, apparently. Yes, you're right. You can shave uh, your danglies uh, if you have uh, manscaped. Uh, they sent us the perfect package 3.0, uh, so we can confirm that they will not only shave your danglies, they'll make your danglies feel good. Uh, everything that's in the perfect package smell good <laughs> that will make you feel good I guess, uh, uh, I yeah know. it'll make you feel good i mean come on <laughs> l- 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 l-
0: like, like let's be honest here after like whatever kind of body grooming you're doing if you pull off a good job you know y- you look down and you admire it and you can definitely admire it when you use the perfect package 3.0 with the lawnmower 3.0 i mean there- there's no errors happening with manscaped
1: that's right that's the key is you're gonna feel good because uh, you're not going to cut yourself. That's nice. Uh, you got the little light gimmick you could use, uh, and the advanced skin-safe technology. So uh, you're going to feel good. You're going to use the crop preserver. You're going to smell good. You're not going to chafe. Uh, everything's good. So head over to Manscaped.com, uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code This is Your balls, Will. Thank you. Thank All least. right. Your Fuck. Your danglies will thank you. I don't know. Manscaped might be mad if we uh, if we change their famous oh, that, catchphrase. That right, from
3: the, that right from the copy? Okay.
1: Yes, your balls will thank you is the Manscaped um, slogan. So, I've got a t-shirt that says it, I think. Okay. Uh, the show started off, this is what I was saying earlier, you know, they, they always like to start with action. But instead, uh, we had a Bucks pre-tape, uh, you know, why did we do that last week? They said it was simple. They chose friendship. Ah, uh, because Don Callis was right, we've changed because uh, we let other people set the narrative. So it's time to bring back the old Young Bucks or show people a newer, better version. So we see them literally cutting the tassels off their old gear.
3: Yeah, on the point of focus, they, they had this pre-tape, then they had the match, then the Young Bucks came back at the end of the show for another promo, and that also just like makes you go, okay, these are the main characters of this show, and gives you some direction. Um, so that's I think helps the helps keep you know what's in focus at the forefront of your mind you know like when stone cold was hot he was on the show four times a week
1: yeah it's just it's i mean i've bitched about this a hundred times but it's this ongoing problem of like presumably there are a lot of people watching this show who don't know about the old young bucks yeah they don't realize what your characters used to be you can't always assume that
0: Yeah, and actually, Aaron, you bring that up, and that's something that I've kind of been battling with when, like, evaluating AEW as of late is taking this, like, core group and taking, like, this core group of fans and expanding it out. Like, how many, other than, like, people who are, like, true to death, like, Young Bucks fans, like, your average viewer and knowing what their viewership is and and knowing what, like, the subscriber base was for being the elite is... I mean, you're probably talking about only one in four people in this in, who watch this show know about like their background, know about pro wrestling gorilla. If, if it's even like, oh, yeah, that's a place that the Young Bucks used to work. So it, I, it, I mean, call up your buddy
1: Excalibur, who's at ringside. Get some PWG footage. Right. You got you've got this, uh, you know, some sort of relationship with New Japan. Get some New Japan footage and tell us the story of what the Bucks used to be like. Yeah, Nate's thinking. Well, Nate's, Nate's that's considering.
3: That, that's hard to do with just footage, right? I guess like you get some heel beatdowns or whatever, and have them in right. there being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they probably don't want to go back to like doing the suckets, so you don't want to bring up a bunch of the sucket footage. <laughs> I, sure. I
0: mean, and you're not in full crowd, so you can't do the after the big turn selling the t-shirts in the ring like Mount Rushmore. Oh, uh, that
3: would that would be tremendous. I would. I mean, they should have done that last week. Um, yeah, you could do some Mount Rushmore footage though. I think. Yeah, I, I I don't know if footage is it, that's a hard it's hard to convey a whole like style and spirit in just footage maybe. I mean, it would be cool just to have like a tightly edited music video. They kind of attempted to do it on BTE. Um they, you know, this week they had footage of uh old BTEs with Kenny and the Bucks all together and their moments in Japan and stuff, uh explaining why they chose friendship over, you know, doing the right thing. Um but you know, I I, I think doing like the the ceremonial cutting of the tasses and stuff that is like a they're making a visual signal to the audience like hey here's what's different about us now we're not doing flashy colorful stuff anymore uh we're instead gonna be <laughs> like exciting bad guys I don't know it's not it's not clear but I do kind of appreciate that they made an effort at it
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it that almost is like tailored to your new fans because you know, as someone who has followed the young bucks for t- some time, it's like, well, the tassels were part of your like dickish, like heel gimmick, right? They know? were,
3: they were a heel <laughs> thing initially, yeah.
1: right? So, I don't really understand cutting those off, uh, but yes, from the perspective you're saying, Nate, it does make sense to like a, a fresher young bucks viewer, so. yeah.
3: Just you know, new gear, haircut, whatever is important to show like a change in character in wrestling, Indeed. Uh, so that was good. I do. Th- that is kind of a thing that they, they talk about other uh, history in New Japan so much. And it's like, well, you are. How do you tell people what that history is if they're coming to AEW late? Th- I, it, it's hard to do that in a concise way that would be appropriate for
1: television. Definitely hard, but that's why they get paid the big bucks, baby. Telling stories. Uh, Mike Tyson was backstage. He's excited for the match tonight but mjf interrupts him um makes some jokes about uh his run being a long time ago and basically tries to convince him to you know to cheat on on the pinnacle's behalf Uh, he offers tyson a blank check mike tyson in in classic mike fashion rips it up and eats it um and that was the end of the segment
3: I kind of liked MJF's character here. And that is like, he's trying to get on Mike Tyson's good side. He's literally trying to buy this guy off and he still just cannot resist the opportunity to insult his face tattoo. Just like a good MJF character be like, no, he's, he, he's incapable of not insulting this guy.
1: Then we went right into the title match with the young bucks, defeating uh pack and Phoenix. I think Mike already described the, the finish uh, or Nate described the finish rather. So, uh, we're good on that. Then we got uh, Hangman and the Dark Order with Alex Marvez. He asked Hangman about, you know, what's going on with Kenny, with the Good Brothers and the Bucks. And Hangman uh, chooses not to answer that question. And he gives an update on Silver's shoulder and leaves. And then we see uh, John Silver do a shoulder raise to great reaction. Great segment. Like, th-
0: th- th- this is something that, I, I know that there's certain people have go away heat with dark order, but like this was it for the dark order on the show. And you know, they John Silver just basically like eats all the scenery in the room here. And I'm excited to see what workout plans have for John Silver. I, I think that there's some mileage there.
3: Yeah. They need, they need John Silver is what it is when he was, you know, gone for an injury for a week or whatever. Uh, then the seams started to show right away and you're like, Oh, what are we, what are we doing with the dark order now? Uh, Cause he was obviously, you know, the standout guy. Uh, following Brodie Lee passing, so yeah, they, they gotta they gotta reorient this thing and figure out how they're gonna make it work with John Silver injured for the time being.
1: Alex Marvez was then with the inner circle, and Mike Tyson, uh, Chris Jericho says Mike Tyson is no longer their rival because they decided to change their ways after the Pinnacle beatdown. Uh, he called some people he owed an apology to, and the first of those was Mike Tyson. But he doesn't want any special favors in the match. Tyson says he's going to be firm but fair. He's not taking sides and tells Jericho if he messes up, he could get knocked out again. I thought Tyson, pretty excellent promo on this show.
3: I uh, I was, they had him speak at the end of a long promo that Jericho did. And it's very easy for Tyson to fuck something up and you have to reshoot the whole damn thing. Like this will happen on BTE where they have three moving parts in a scene and you'll see that there's an awkward cut at the end because like, oh, somebody fucked up after we got so much good footage. Um, so I was impressed with Tyson in that regard.
0: I thought this was pretty effective. Like I, that this was exactly what you would expect in a lead up here. And I think that the usage of Mike Tyson, even though everyone should be asking about where is Mickey Gooch Jr. I think was pretty effective tonight.
3: We do have to talk about, uh, of course, Jericho bringing back his huge bit from last week where he calls the pinnacle pineapple.
2: <laughs> Does
3: the is the
1: nation. Does this <laughs> lead to uh, Shug D coming back is my real question.
3: I did think about Shug D. Uh, yeah, and was wondering is he trying to recapture the magic of Pineapple Pete and and thought that the the central part of that bit was just the word pineapple. Is that what it right. is? Right.
0: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> did did anyone like when, like when like all the neurons is, are firing off in our brain? Did anyone else have like the thing of like oh yeah, Chris Jericho did have a like several week storyline with Shug D when he only called Shug D Pineapple Pete that they just did. Like, that was a thing that happened last year. Like,
3: that, 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 yeah, that did happen. Um, Shug D has not been back. <laughs> it is like, Hot young Bradley is here week after week after week. Uh, and, and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I think we've had our fill of
1: Sug D. Shug didn't, D didn't Shug D do like a shitty tweet about AEW though or something. Am I remembering that incorrectly? It, it, I don't it, remember that.
0: I remember it vaguely, it wasn't as, uh, much of a burial as another recently departed uh, roster member or not a roster <laughs> member or, or per date person, but it was not as complimentary as one expected. And You know, I saw some Shug D stuff over the last weekend. I mean, Shug D, I, I should come back in like he was, he, he did commentary for, for the culture uh, with Perce Davis and was excellent. Like this is a guy that, I mean, you can find a place for, Sh- for Shug D. Uh, yeah. I
3: mean, commentary might be the place i'm not <laughs> yeah anyway
1: uh moving right along red velvet versus jade cargo jade won with jaded <laughs> you do this each time you do this
3: right, each time I, 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 I brought it up when when excalibur called the move i was so disappointed he didn't and I, I had created an expectation in my head that he was gonna do that have I said that before on the yes. show? Have I done that? Yes. No, I, I brought oh, it no. up when she first did the move, and she's right. like I, I, I think I definitely remember talking about the Aerosmith album, Just right. Push yeah, Play. Right. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. because we weird. are a music podcast. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. coming in terms of this, all right, sp- That
3: that album, Sneaky Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jaded a good song, and so is Just Push Play.
0: Just let play. You want to I do? Guess I,
3: will, anyway?
1: <laughs> I guess I will be doing Chichi j- Jaded from from here I, on I,
0: out. I made Aaron. will call a Spade a Spade here. Part of my job here is this. I'm gonna
1: call it Jade a Jade. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, here's the thing
0: here you, you're going to completely forget that this is a bit within like two weeks, and the next time that Jade pops up, you're gonna forget that her finisher's name is Jaded. I'm gonna put it in the show notes, and then you're gonna be doing this clip. Like, this is exactly yeah, how it's gonna happen. That's
1: what happened this week, where I wrote in the notes Jade Wood with whatever her move is called, and Mike thankfully went back in and wrote Jaded. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it, it, it's it gonna jumped happen
3: out of me. It jumped out of me immediately when X. Calibre called the move and I was just like, Oh, why didn't he go j- j- Jaded? <laughs> I, I did that
1: get over. That would be huge. It's, I mean, it's better than he did the deal. Right. When I was like five or whatever, I thought Janie's got a gun. It was like the sickest shit that had ever been, been invented. I just, it just <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> like the video, the song. I was like, this yeah. is fucking next level storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> Aerosmith, one of the, uh uh
3: coolest lamest bands of all time
1: <laughs> yeah
3: I think yeah, that's fair yeah. extremely not cool but like I mean jaded's fucking hit what are you gonna do?
0: I, they did I, have a song called Eat the Rich. they, they did have a great arcade game. Love in oh, an elevator.
1: So oh they Ooh. had a better roller coaster. Yeah oh, they had a great roller coaster. But the roller coaster replaced the Back to the Future ride. It's okay with me. I love the Aerosmith ride.
0: Uh, I I can't abide. I can't abide. Back to the Future ride was the best ride in Universal.
3: No, uh, uh, Aerosmith is a Disney. It's an MGM. Yeah, Aerosmith is a Disney ride. It did, did it, replace it, something.
0: It didn't. Was it the one that no? Because Guardians of the Galaxy replaced uh, the Tower of Doom. Tower right? of terror. Yeah. Tower of terror. No. Yeah. Tower
3: of terror still exists. No. No.
0: Only in Tokyo, baby. Only in Tokyo. Yeah. They're all. I just. Uh, Guardians. I mean, I don't of know Galaxy. when this
1: happened, but I just wrote this in Florida not too long ago. Hmm. They I'm have replaced it now.
0: within the last like eighteen months, so probably okay. yeah.
1: That that pre that post date's my last visit to Disney, but not to Tokyo. Tokyo okay. also
3: has the Indiana Jones ride, which does not exist at any U.S.
0: Disney's. Yeah, because at the state that? show, at yeah, the did. state show, don't they? And
3: it and might NGM. even be like a Universal thing now or something. I don't know. Anyway, the new hotness is Nintendo World. Regardless.
1: Oh yeah, we gotta go. Um. All right, this match was good, and it was, like, way better than I anticipated. Um. Uh, I do think that Jade Cargill should just squash anyone she steps in the ring with, uh, but the match was still good.
3: Yeah, it was good uh, for, like, the big follow-up to this feud that they've been building for a long time and had, like, Shaq and Cody involved. It just, you know, it didn't feel that important on the scale of this individual show, which kind of, you know, brings it down, yeah. I think. Um, but it was it was, you know, kind of executed well enough.
0: Yeah, no, this was a match that really could have gone badly. Like, like if you really think about it, like like they're lucky that this match one was taped and then two, like all things considered, but you know, both Jade and Red Velvet were awesome. Red Velvet's taupe that she did was sick as hell and then immediately like throwing well, like it, if you give me if you give me the time sheet if i have the stopwatch you're gonna have everything like through her getting thrown into the crowd and then immediately she rolls back in the ring like she tries to do one thing and immediately gets jaded but it was the rest of the match was great but i'm sorry just, she gets what she gets jaded
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm not hearing you correctly mike
0: j- 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 jaded <laughs> do, do you- it
3: like you're firing up the take copter
0: jaded
1: yeah it is we got it oh man all right uh brit and rebel are with uh tony brit's talking rankings she's got a printout of the rankings baby and uh, it was you know, mounted she... it was a mounted was. thing behind mama m- mounted. <laughs> m- mounted it no, was it ma- for every nah, n- no no no
0: it was mounted on a you know, great I- with neon (laughs) lights behind it like there was some care being put into the stage direction for the rankings
1: (laughs) yes uh she's in third but she notes that red velvet had just lost so red velvet will be five and one and brit will be seven and one although all the nerds tell me that you have to take into account the uh quality of wins so Britt may be out to lunch here uh but Britt says you know she's working her way up so she's gonna wrestle on elevation
3: yeah another winning brit segment um you know, she's always like very poised and in fully inhabiting her character in these. Uh she had I just she had like a more funny comic timing in this one than even a lot of her other recent segments. That's what she's like, not cheetah. That was very funny to me. Um yeah, we love Brit.
1: Uh Anthony Gogo versus Cole Carter, uh with the liver punch, as as Mike said earlier. A- am I losing my mind? Did anyone else hear JR call Cole, Cole Carter Colt Cabana? I
0: think that's you, Big Cat.
1: I'm pretty sure it happened. Re- oh, rewind the tape. Didn't notice it. All right, Miro had a pre-tape. Uh, he says he hasn't talked to Kip since Arcade Anarchy, and he's moving on with or without him in his quest for the title.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little rueful about uh, the the podcaster geeks and bullies. Uh, making them move away from this Miro and Kip team because everybody decided that that Miro was too much of a geeky gamer nerd or whatever, and and, and now this is what's happening. Um, I think it would have been great if uh, Miro just carried his friend Kip uh, all the way to the top of AEW while still being a big gamer nerd, but also destroying people. I think that would have been fine. Uh, but, you know, the, the podcasters who don't know sports uh, they were out there saying that Kip can't like or Miro can't like Kip because they both like video games.
1: Uh, Chris Jericho versus Dax Harwood was up next. Uh, this was with Mike Tyson as the the special enforcer, and Jericho won with a Judas effect. Uh, after the match, Jericho said Tyson is an I forget how he pronounced it. He's tra- he meant to say ancillary member of the inner circle. Uh, but he pulled a uh, an, a real EE, as he said. It might it. have been Very
3: ancillary, funny. ancillary. Is that what he said? I can't ancillary. remember.
1: It, yeah. It was wrong, but it was funny. I, I mean, he
0: could have gone, I think he was thinking auxiliary, and then he thought like ancillary. I mean, as someone who mangles words all the time, that's my and guess. Aug-
3: auxil- auxiliary is even harder. Uh, I hope this just ends up, all I care about this is that somebody puts it on the Wikipedia and has a, specific ancillary member section for Mike Tyson. That's what's important here.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Don Callis and friends were with Alex Marvez, but they kick him out. Uh, Callis says the Bucks coming back wasn't the end of the story. It was the start. Uh, Kenny, as Nate was referencing, said, they're not going to be like the the numbnuts uh, podcasters and fans want us to be. We're going to be what we want. Matt says Young Bucks are the best, of course. And uh, Don Callis super kicks the cameraman.
3: Yeah, something very uh, wrong. I don't know. Kenny's doing this thing now where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm good at real sports, too, Uh, because he used to play hockey or whatever. Uh, But he also said interwebs in this promo, which just (laughs) (laughs) betrays that whole shit. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: After <laughs> those photos, you know, the, the photos with the eyebrows, I think a lot of stuff with Kenny. Like, I think that, that you know, like now he's seeing himself at, like, as a model and he can do anything. He's getting real Mr. Perfect vibes in a way.
3: Yeah, I mean, it works for his act. I just... N- no greater heel act to me than saying the word interwebs. Uh, I do. I just... Don Callis really enhances this. Even Even the flat angle last week and the melodrama and the stupidness like you know it it just it's kind of fine now because don callison and, and being on the same page with all these guys is great uh i just pop for the good brothers every time They said danglies um you know I, I think i'll always have a place in my heart for carl anderson being like the hype guy in a heel promo
1: i thought they were referencing the earring with the dangly <laughs> you know i
3: that was my second thought. My first thought was he was talking about testicles because my, because Nick Nick added did, yeah, Nick earring. Nick hat, yep, Nick has the additional earring now and Matt was doing the earring, but then I didn't see an earring on anybody else. But that does I can definitely see, you know, the guys pounding around backstage and Doc gal is going over to Nick and pawing at his ear and being like, "Oh, you got a little dangly there." <laughs> so that that totally fits too.
0: And, and let's be fair, the only person in that group that I do not think has a pierced ear is probably Kenny Omega. Like, for sure Doc Gallows has rocked himself like some earrings, and same with Don Callis and Carl, but you know I think all of them should just get dangly earrings so I think we should go to the danglies now.
3: Well, you know, Luke Gallows did replace um, Prince Albert in New Japan, so I'm going right. to guess he also has a Prince Albert in his pants. Does
0: that work? He, th- there's no one in wrestling I'd be less surprised that, to have a dick piercing than Doc Gallows. Very likely, I think. Mike
1: said dick on the show. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I said fuck earlier, too. But <laughs> well, you certainly have now. Uh, Thunder Rosa hype vignette. She wants the AEW and NWA titles. I had missed that if you win the NWA title, you get your little picture right in the middle of the, of the belt. Pretty cute. Uh, Chris Statlander versus uh, Amber Nova. And Chris wins with the Supernova. I think that's the whole reason they booked Amber Nova was uh, for that <laughs> yeah. play on, on Chris's <laughs> well, finish. I well, well, thought the same thing.
0: Well, well, they used to call it the Big Bang. It used to be, and then the Big Bang Theory. So, like, they've Indeed. renamed it. Um, I, Amber Nova, that was a choice. Uh, I thought that, you know, Danny Jordan, you could have called up there. I mean, any of the students there. But I thought Chris looked great in her return. I'll say that.
3: Yeah, commentary, uh, you know, did a lot of putting over that she... Looks leaner and meaner, uh, and yeah, it, you know, you, you got that effect from watching the match.
1: Uh, Team Taz with Dasha, uh, we talked about this. Everybody knows what happened. This all happened, the whole cage thing. Hard, uh, You know, we did talk about it. I don't know that the necessarily, mean,
3: necessarily means the listeners know what happened, because a lot of times when I talk about stuff, I'm just kind of, uh, I talk around it and then explain why I hated it or whatever.
1: I just assume people watch the show before they listen to the show, which then doesn't make sense why we run down the whole show. So I don't know. I don't know. There are a fair amount of podcasts I listen to where I don't watch whatever they're talking about.
3: Sure. That's fair. Yeah. It's really just a, can I tolerate these people talking?
1: All right. Well, I can run it down. Team Taz is with Dasha. Oh, no, I don't want you to. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll move
3: on. I just want to acknowledge people out there that are saying, I don't know what happened. You didn't say what happened. Okay. So I acknowledge you. You're valid. We're not going to explain it. All right.
1: Tweet at Epitasis if you're mad about this. Only if
3: you have takes on the Dota anime.
1: Uh, we got a hype video for uh, Hikaru Shida versus Tai Conti for the women's title next week. Uh,
3: I like Shida says that she has a, a dream or a goal of being the champion at a big sold-out show. I think that's a great story to tell of her. Now she wants to defend this through the rest of the pandemic because she wants to get back to full crowds and, you know, finally... Getting her roses and and being the champion, and you know, a sold out uh, 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 sear Center or whatever. So now there's like some stakes, I think, to this title defense where it's not just like, is she gonna have the belt? Is she not? It's like, no, I believe, I believe that Hikaru Shida, you know, kind of is disappointed that she's been the champion and she's never had a real big AEW crowd like they used to have.
0: Yeah, I and I think that the tie side of this video was strong as well. Like, this is something that. And then also, I bet we're gonna get some commentary from Britt Baker that you know someone's gonna lose this match, and that probably should mean that Britt Baker has more recent wins. And they talked about the fact that, and when we break down the Starks and Page match, like they brought the fact of recency, like like that uh, Ricky Starks hasn't lost a singles match in like ten matches, and Page is on this win streak as well. So like, we're, we're gonna get some real stat head hours going on Dynamite
1: in, in future weeks definitely feels like we're building to like the first big show with fans, like the first pay-per-view with fans is Sheeta versus Britt, where Britt wins finally.
3: I hope so. I mean, it will. That'll be a little bit uh, a sour note if that's the story they're telling with Sheeta. They're like, oh, yeah, I want to be the champion with a whole big arena. Uh, And then she loses it. But that kind of feels like where we should go. And that kind of feels like the, the big crowning moment for Britt as well. Uh, so yeah, I think that would be perfect for double or nothing.
1: Well, it feels like they're going to have all out. Well, in. All out. Right. I was going to say, it feels like they're going to have some TV shows in arenas before all out. So yeah. maybe, maybe Sheeta will get both
3: get a defense. Yeah. to TV first.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the TNT title match Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. A lot of people involved private party, dark order Sting. Lance Archer, uh, even, uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page uh, walked out at one point, but Darby won with the coffin drop. Left out the butcher and the blade and the bunny man. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Come on. My favorite thing about the, the thing, I think I think Raw was the first one to point it out, but it might have been Mike. The uh, the whiteboard. Yeah, I think that, the, yeah, that was. Sammy G Vlog? Yeah, Sammy G Vlog had that. Yeah. So I what I loved about it was, you know, so they had this thing where it's like here's the shit that you might do in a match and everybody like write down if you're going to do it in the match so that we can make sure we're not doing too much stuff, which of course we have all uh, complained about, but it looked like only Ty Conti and Allie had put in their spot. So it's like uh, no one else was uh, respecting, (laughs) respecting the whiteboard. Hmm. Okay. Thanks. Glad that, glad that went over well. I I, I Um, don't don't know what
0: you want me to add there. I, I mean, as a whiteboard respecter, I understand, you know? I mean, even though I have not updated my mental health meter, you know, in a while. I
3: almost called you out on it. I was almost going to say. It, it seems a little static. Uh, uh
0: l- Let's say that, like, there's too many, like, ebbs and flows of my recent life to really have, like, a pinpoint here. Whereas, like, yesterday, I was probably at a meh. Now I'm
1: at about a six. So, you know, there you go. All right, well... uh i don't know we have a patreon patreon.com slash everything (laughs) elite this Uh, is the most off the the
0: rails episode we've ever had
1: i almost did a really fucking bad uh uh thing there so i just decided to (laughs) not do it so uh we have a patreon uh you know we do this show for free every week so uh, it'd be nice if you supported us by going to patreon.com slash everything elite and subscribing we have three tiers five dollar tier gets you all the audio we do the eight dollar tier uh, is good because you get the live the live show. We do the show live on Wednesday nights right after Dynamite. Uh, we also do lots of fucking content over there. So this week we had uh, Mike and Drew reviewing WrestleMania weekend.
0: Yeah. So part of the reason why I feel so delirious is my dear brother and I drew. He is – I think probably if we ranked like most appearances oh, – we, we've really milked my familial relations, by the way. But uh, it was an absolute blast because we all – because both of us watched a lot of the ancillary uh, WrestleMania. Now I'm saying ancillary now. God damn it, Chris Jericho. But we watched all the uh, WrestleMania weekend shows, and we talked about it, and, you know – there's a lot of stuff that happened in Tampa last weekend. Let the Spears boys read you just kind of like lead you through it because there was a lot of stuff that happening. Everything was happening and it's just was a, it was a blast to do and we're already looking ahead to like the next uh, shows we may or may not cover. We might be getting scenic. I'll do that as a tease. We might be getting scenic the next time.
1: Honestly, one of my favorite things to do with the Patreon is just, like, find a reason to uh, give my friends money to come on the show uh, and talk to them. So it's always fun. Next week, uh, speaking of, uh, Murder Brian returns. And that's not just getting our friend on the show because everybody loves Murder Brian when he's appears on the Patreon. Uh, so Mixtape Club with Murder Brian. We're talking about Christian Metalcore. I can't remember if I did the whole tease last week. I think I did. But uh, it's really funny it's very good and that's obviously all because of of Brian who is uh, hilarious and then uh, we got some other stuff cooking Uh, Nate do you want to to tease yours or do you want to wait
3: Uh, no I think I'll wait Uh, I'm a little little gun shy because I think you teased the murder Brian episode for like two months so
1: yeah well we do deliver we do it just takes a while sometimes Uh, make sure you join the discord I've fired up the little bot that now says hello to you if you when you join the discord so i'm very very pleased about the, that that's a big step forward for us because i still don't really have the is. bot
0: working to post all the things from patreon yet yeah
1: yeah I and accidentally and, when,
3: you, when you get your little welcome message i'll put a little emoji on there of a guy wearing wave, waving glow sticks it's very cute well, it is we have cute. a
0: lot of good emojis so if you are a patron we have a lot of stuff that we've picked out there that i have curated That are some good emojis that you could take into other discords, by the way. That's
3: right. Only if you have Nitro.
0: Only if you have Nitro. So, I mean, and then if you have Nitro, throw
1: us a uh, boost. So, there we go. I accidentally deleted, like, the welcome page you get in most discords. We aren't good at this. We're in our mid-30s, okay? No. I didn't know anything about Discord until we started this. So, But it's patreon.com slash everything elite. It's a thing. You're going to want to join. Come join us next week on Dynamite. We've got the women's title match, Shida versus Ty Conti. We've got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. (laughs) I almost said we have Billy Starks. We have Ricky Starks versus Adam Page. And we have Trent versus Pentagon. Pretty good card.
0: With Alex Aberhantes with Pentagon. We're throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, you're not a big fan of Alex from QVC? Did
3: Did you guys see his pants on BTE?
0: No, I wasn't paying attention to his pants.
3: He had fucking insane pants.
0: Uh, (laughs) Did he look insane though? Was it his pants? His pants did. Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: That's like, I hear you know in various DMs, I hear things about uh, BTE from Nate, of course. I hear audio about BTE, but. That's maybe the best sell I've ever gotten to actually get me to watch it, which is just that Alex Abrahantes has insane pants.
3: Alex Abrahantes has been grinding on BT, trying to get something over it for a long time, uh, which I respect to a degree. uh, But at some point it does become a little bit desperate, I think. Uh, But the pants are probably the most notable thing he's done.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to go. I did not notice this. I do not rewatch BT. So I hope when they taped the segments that they did at the tapings that he did not do a costume change so I could see the pants in the next episode of BT.
1: All right. Well, that's, uh, that's, what's going to be on the show next week. Uh, that's what we'll be talking about. I thought I had, uh, one more album I wanted to bury, but now I can't remember what it was. Just uh, to see. If, uh, oh, here's, see. here's Tool? the tape. Nope. What? No, there's. I don't think there's any tool on this list, but... Lateralist has got to be on the honest. Lateralist is on there, Maybe man. Maybe in the come 400s, on. but... Here's, okay, but here's my take. Well, first of all, I don't think I'll get any pushback on this, although Nate's already... He's already <laughs> lathering up for what his pushback he, he, will be. Oh, oh, no. Nate has taken the keys from the take copter. He's ready to go <laughs> on this. But they they include greatest hits and like compilation albums, which I think is bullshit. That's I, I, not an album. Are they... Are, are they remasters at least like, or is it something
0: like this? Mm. Or, is it, or is it someone who might have had such like low distribution when they originally put out those LPs? Like I can see the justification no, there.
1: There is Madonna. The immaculate collection is on the list. <laughs> uh, that's it's just funny. like all her fucking best songs. But here's yeah. my hot, here's my hot take. Okay. A live album is not an album. A live album should not be on the list.
3: Okay, so uh, that's, that's just wrong. Um, yeah, buddy. That is right. There's a certain, I don't know what the line is, but there is a line where either a Greatest Hits and or a live album becomes like a thing unto itself. Right. Um, I don't have a great example. I guess maybe like Eagles Greatest Hits because that's like the best-selling album of all time. When you reach that level, I think you kind of considered its own thing, so you can kind of put that on the list. Plus, then you can... Uh, omit every other Eagles album, which is good to do, for a live album. I don't know. Like Cheap Trick is like best known for a live album,
0: right? Yeah, Live at Budokan. And you you also get other bands. Like I have, and this is going to sound really, really nerdy. I have a bootleg pressing of a Led Zeppelin concert they had at the Fillmore West from 1969. That you know, it's a completely different thing. So but that like, doesn't
3: count. That's
1: not an album. A bootleg no, pressing tell you- is
3: for sure not an album.
1: Let right. me tell you about a bootleg pressing I have on vinyl. It's the New Japan fan rap, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, done. We're done. We're done. Nothing's going to be that. We're out of
3: here.
1: You guys were totally blank on that.
3: I, I, I for, it's true. Hook. You do
1: have it, and I forgot that you did. I, what a reminder. What a beautiful reminder. Hook line sinker. Not only do I have the New Japan fan wrap on vinyl, I have the New Japan fan wrap chopped and screwed on the other side of the vinyl. And oh, oh, yet okay. you won't
3: take a video to prove its existence, and I don't know why. I, you're, I, you're hiding something about
1: your turntable. No. I Here's here's the uh, the T on that. I'm waiting a new turntable, and I want to debut mm, it I
0: in see.
3: the video. I knew you were hiding something about your turntable. I knew it. I told it. I just, just want to deb- debut
1: it. my new one. That's all. Mm. i just mm. want to show off my new turntable when is it, it gonna it. is it
3: gonna be obnoxious hipstery turntable is that what it is
1: no it's cool
3: i think okay we'll see i'll let you know if it's cool
1: <laughs> i'm sure sure you will it's a, i mean I'll, I'll tell you it's a u-turn is the brand uh the u-turn orbit turntable
3: okay yeah the name the name gives it me pause it sounds the turntable
1: fake. turntable doesn't need a name
0: sounds fake
3: i mean Tur- you get, you- a turntable should say types. like sony or panasonic and then it should Audio have some set, letters like a, and numbers yeah
0: yeah right yeah it should have a normal ass name
1: this is a normal Orbe it goes around no that's, that's, that's not an or- that's a hard name try hard name for yeah. turntable. fake <laughs> ass good.
0: instagram turntable oh, no not, a, not on
1: instagram <laughs> i reached out to some fucking hit uh you some high fi ex- hipsters to get some ideas
0: i bet you did you pulled up your phone and you saw an instagram and you went to sp it's like doesn't that look cute right here it's the orbit no, instead of an no, actual no. like decent I, one there this is well, no i at least get like a Crosley.
1: at least get a fucking Crosley, <laughs> right. dude if Never you're gonna mind. be cutesy I'm about it i'm not fucking posting the video i'm not posting shit you all can eat shit uh and die slow how about that fuck you <laughs> <laughs> all right you just like fastball
0: over the plate, man. That was just easy.
3: <laughs> it would just end the show after you say "fuck you." Just stop. Just please edit it out there and have that be the end of the show. Uh, I already started the show by saying I was done with podcasting, but now it's real. No, yeah, you said you're gonna quit. I think we should actually have the
1: show and we need to toss the fuck <laughs> off. And, and we just don't show back up next week. It's just over. Yeah, uh, you're sure just so not it. gonna acknowledge <laughs> that this
0: ever happened. We're just like, here's here's episode 112, 120. Bye.
1: All right, we're on Twitter at everythingew. I'm at Aaron like the car. Nate's at Epitasis. Mike's at Fuji. Hey, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five star rating interview. Support the show by uh, using the promo code Elite at mybookie.ag. Using the promo code ThisIs at manscape.com uh, and subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com/slash everything elite. Uh, for Mike, for Nate, this is the fucking end. See you next week. <laughs>